It could not be. If anyone comes, you mean? I mean, we're all here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and all g- good podcasts are just the people on them entertaining themselves. So mm. <laughs> it's a very yeah. masturbatory exp- it's expedition. Yeah. It's yeah. the circle jerk of life. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite song from The Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe I cut it out. Elton John was livid. <laughs> this PC brigade. Not the Lion King I grew up with. <laughs> <laughs> My VHS copy is still sticky to this day. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful stuff. You ever go to Video Easy and you, you, you get the thing and there's that ad with the family and they're all enticed by the different ratings. Yeah. And there's that one kid that's like, when I'm going to leave this VHS thing sticky? <laughs> I used to love that ad. You know, this is the one where they're like wearing all the wrong T-shirts and they don't fit. Yes. It's like, choose the right movie for your family. There's like a kid with a G and then the teenage daughter with a PG. They're at home watching the movie. And then by the end, the mum and dad are just fully watching porn. Yeah, yeah, it's like the American saga, like naked with the chainsaw. I think you're talking about the one where they're all in the video store and they're looking up and it's like a fisheye lens and they're all there and then one by one they leave because the girl, there's like a horror movie scene Mm. the girl's like, ah! Is that what you were talking about, Ross? I mean, there's so many different ones. Yeah, I feel like there's beat for beat the same ad. One is the family on the couch and one is the family looking up at the screen. It's the same family in each one, though. Yeah, they all always end up watching porn. And it was the 90s, so they made like $5,000 each for that one-day shoot. Yeah, you know, I actually, I went on LimeWire and I um, downloaded the song from that, the You Wouldn't Steal a TV ad. Really? Yeah, it was pretty easy. Down, 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 down. Uh, I just downloaded that. Illegally? With your lime wire. Are you our one audience member, Jamie? Hey. hey. <laughs> Sorry, we don't have another microphone for you. <laughs> Is that magic? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, we don't have enough microphones for all of us, so. Here we are. This is a show business, Jamie. Mm. And what's what Ross Perry Destroys Comedy is about is taking the veil of showbiz, ripping it. You're getting a peek in front of the curtain. (laughs) For those listening at home, we're sitting in front of a curtain on the stage. We're just doing preamble. So the show actually hasn't started yet Mm. officially. It might not actually begin. (laughs) Maybe it began the second we left our homes today. Mm. I, t- I took a slight detour to JB Hi-Fi on my way here, so I hope that wasn't Ooh. recorded. Uh, uh, what did you get? 
I went and got the the new Red Hot Chili Peppers album on CD because because CDs aren't dead, all right. Does your car play CDs? That's right, and uh, no, no yeah. Bluetooth, <laughs> just an auxiliary cord. <laughs> hey, you can, you don't need to tell me CDs aren't dead, but Red Hot Chili Peppers, come on, man. Have you seen that guy? The singer's like 58, and he looks oh. better than me. <laughs> Yeah, but you know why that is, right? What? You know why that is, right? Why? Uh, very famous drug addict. Mm. <laughs> Heroin. <laughs> the Secret. <laughs> what the Red Hot Chili Peppers don't want you to know. Yeah, that's if you buy the book The Secret, it's just hollow with a little vial of heroin <laughs> in it. Yeah, heroin is better than a lot of skincare, so... Korean, the Korean 10-step skincare routine, forget about it. Mm. As in rubbing heroin on your face. Yeah, like yes, yes. A heroin yes. body scrub. Yep, yep. <laughs> Good stuff. So you know how some movies have like three different endings? Mm. I think this podcast is going to have three different beginnings. Oh, yeah. yeah I like that. Yeah. For, for each guest? Just for each time where we're not entirely sure what's happening <laughs> in terms of audience. Uh, this is John Walpole to my left. And Hello. And to his left is Claire Sullivan. <laughs> and to her left is very exciting because it is Dead Pet Day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, a, it's Indigo Jones, Hello. Pet Psychic. Thank, thank you so much for having me. Has anyone ever told you that that's really close to Indiana Jones? You know what's so funny? You're the first person to ever point that out. Wow. Wow. Wait, really? Do yeah. you hate snakes as well? Because he hated snakes. No, I, I love snakes. They die all the time. <laughs> Very fragile animals. Good business. So, so what does it being a pet psychic do? So Can you talk to my dead dog, Connor? Absolutely. Dear Lord, we have another name. guest. Hey. Uh, another audience hey. member. Hello. Sit in the front. Welcome, welcome. Sit in the front. For the love of God. Sit in the front. Sit in the front. We're all friends here. This guy is uh, David Brent from The Office. Hey. Ah. So he's a famous Ricky Gervais character. <laughs> David Brent has a dead dog. Well, we all have dead dogs. That's for sure. We all have a dead dog. Didn't Ricky Gervais? It, <laughs> didn't Ricky Gervais and Derek have a dead dog? It was real sad. So he played a piano music. Well, in Afterlife, he has a dead wife. I really want to hear about pet psychicness. Yeah, sorry, 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 right, Indigo. So well, let, let me tell you how it really works. So, if you kind of picture your soul as a sort of radiating golden light, and mm -hmm. every time you make a strong connection to an animal, mm. you you uh, a golden thread connects your souls together. I call it a soul leash. <laughs> and whether those animals are alive or of passed on to the other side. Those leashes don't break. So I can see these golden threads from everyone connecting to every animal that they've had a meaningful connection with. Do they sometimes like stop and, stop and sniff things for too long and you have to yank them with the golden lead to Absolutely. keep them going? You'd, yeah. you'd be surprised at how, how eager to sniff a bum a dead animal is. Yeah, oh yeah. I would, I mean, if I was dead, I'd be going, man, I miss, I miss sniffing bums. That's what I miss. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, if, if you'd like, I, I could... Um, I could do a bit of a reading. I could follow some of your soul leashes to some of the animals that you've been connected with. Um, 
Claire, John, have you either of you ever lost a pet? Yeah. You want to yeah. reconnect with? Yeah. Okay, so you, you, you mentioned before your dog Connor. Connor. Yeah. So I can follow this. This is a very strong thread, and I can tell it. It was a. It was a relatively recent death, probably in the last three to four years or so. Is what I'm feeling. Uh, no, um. it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was um, 2018. Sure, that's that's four years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was right. I mean, <laughs> what's that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember because I'm like, oh, it's the exact year before my. No, no, that was Coco. Connor was. Um, Connor was. Oh, Connor was, was so 2014 or yeah, something. Yeah, it was the middle of the year though. About right. I'm yeah. feeling. Yeah. I'm seeing. I'm seeing like fireworks, like the 4th of July kind of <laughs> death. Does that feel about right? 4th of July? Yeah. Does that feel about right? I don't know. Interesting. I don't know the date. Interesting. Well, I mean, we don't celebrate 4th of July here. I can't imagine Claire's pet died like Con in, Connor in America. Did. He really did. I'm so, I'm, I don't I'm, think... I'm Con did Connor die in America, Claire? No. I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm seeing him now on the other side. He's got these... Um, he's a, he was a lovely dog. Yeah. I guess he's got these little... Black ears, yeah. like a white belly. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, really happy, friendly dog. Sort yeah. of medium-sized dog. Yeah. What, what was he sort of? Um, and that's that's really specific too. <laughs> the way you got on, that was good. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm I'm following the the thread right now from from Claire's soul, and he was what maybe like sort of a. He looked a little crossed with a border collie of some kind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He seemed like a really lovely dog. Yeah, he was a Springer Spaniel and mum was always like, I think his grandpa was a border collie that jumped the fence. <laughs> <laughs> She'd make that joke like every day. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's, look, he's, he's, he's reaching out and he's, mm -hmm. he really, he really loved you. He's a lot, he's, um, um, but what's, what's funny is I'm actually seeing a lot of threads from you all uh, to animals alive, and you seem to have a very strong connection with animals in your life. Like uh, one of one of the the first ones, you can always tell the age of a thread. One of the first connections I'm feeling um, from you is it's like a I'm reaching out to it now. It's like a it's a cat. It's like a little cat, like your yeah. first cat, and she's like, oh, what she? Oh, it's like a little. You were a little girl, and she's like a orange little cat. Uh, his name was Trip, and he was a blonde. Um, like Burmese. Wow. His name was Trip. He was named after Trippy Taka from Monkey Magic, the TV show. <laughs> Classic. It's my mum's first pet. Love that. Hmm. Wait, no, mum's not first pet, but my mum's pet first. Yeah. And um, actually, I've got a, a sort of a message coming through from Trip, and I don't know if this is this is oddly specific. I don't know if this is to do with you, with music, or the, the sentence I'm getting is is give your love to funk. <laughs> Does that mean anything to you? I can, sure. Funk. I'm being funk uh, as, I don't know if that's music or like the name of another animal okay, we've had well a connection my with. My friend Giselle has a cat called Funk. There you go. That's and I do look after him all the time. I'm getting that. That's a message <laughs> from Trip is saying, that love that you had for me, channel that into Funk now because Funk really needs it. Yeah, he's dying. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I can't be too sure that you two didn't work that out before the show. No. We, ha we, have, we haven't met until just right this yeah. very moment. I'm very sceptical. <laughs> Funk is the name of my friend, my friend Giselle's cat, and he's like a really funny cat, but he's like dying of something to do with his liver or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's I'm very funny. I'm picking up you on that. too much info. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, honestly, just, it's just from straight away, I could tell that Claire was the kind of person that does have very meaningful connections with animals in her life, and... 
you know, really cherishes that. And you looked up at history. And would maybe yeah. post about <laughs> it on a public social media account. The last show like was that, Toast Rat. <laughs> Animal. <laughs> show before that, I wish I owned a hotel <laughs> for dogs. Animal. <laughs> you can look at that and go, I guess Claire really likes animals. Look, you could do you could do a brief Google search of someone's sure. There's a lot of people out there people out there who are grief vampires who really sap <laughs> off of people's grief, but I'm I'm honestly really, really could feel this honest connection that, that Claire has with animals. <laughs> I could see these soul leashes. Oh, well I do like animals, so I'm thinking about getting in a cat eventually. Yeah. So, you John, you John. can't Google me. <laughs> John, you said exactly what pets you had before when I walked in. Yeah, shit. Yep. He was in a sketch group called Dr. Duck. Oh. Oh, we, oh yeah. You, we were also in the Monash Law Review together, 2016. That's right. But so was Ross. Ross was also in Dr. Duck. Wow. That's when you take the balaclava off to reveal that you were Ross from Dr. Duck. <gasps> oh. I'm actually Matthew Allen, and I'm I'm playing Ross Purdy. Oh. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, uh. I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> but for for listeners at home, Ross is wearing a pink balaclava. I don't, I, I, they, yeah, it's I it's like very Spring Breakers. Yeah, holy shit! I can see that. Uh, yeah, that movie is my main comedic inspiration. <laughs> 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 what um we don't have enough time to unpack all that unfortunately I, wanna, I just want to unpack one thing up there though what um what, what what about that film speaks to you ross comedically comedically <laughs> well you know they're in the courtroom, mm -hmm. and they're still in their bikinis. Yeah. yeah. And no one thinks to... <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did, a, I did a film studies unit at uni, and we watched that movie and, like, analysed it. <laughs> and what did your analysis come to? Honestly, it was kind of like... I kind of actually... I, I don't actually remember anything about it, but I do remember leaving the class going like, yeah, this movie was pretty profound. <laughs> I was 20 years old, though, so... The only bit I remember is when one of the girls gives a blowjob to the gun. Yes. Yes, they symbolic. They James Franco give a blowjob to the gun. Yes. Yes, yeah, they, they flipped it on him. Yeah, and there's a rapper Gucci Mane in it, and he's actually from the streets. And clearly they're giving him this gratuitous sex scene because the only w way he can agree to be in the film, I suppose. <laughs> but they didn't script it, so they just... They didn't seem like they scripted, so they're just letting Gucci Mane improvise. And the whole time he's just like, yeah. <laughs> this is like an artwork. I think the, the I'm like painting right now. You're <laughs> painting there right now. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, yeah. I, th like, I think the, ma the only real thing I remember that was like the analysis of it was that the way it was promoted was like as this like hyper silly thing, but then it was like quite dark what happens to, the, to them. And, and the fact that they cast Selena Gomez and Vanessa Hudgens at like the time of the sort of turn in their career from the sort of childlike stuff to the more serious stuff. Mm. And that was sort of the, the aim of the film was to um, subvert expectations in that way. And um, 
It really was also yeah. James Franco was just fucked in it. That was the <laughs> <laughs> well, Selena Gomez's character was a Christian, mm. and her name was Faith. Whoa. Oh. Let's unpack think that. Let's unpack the subtleties that was the nuance. Oh, it is a crazy coincidence. I mean, there's no coincidences with how many Corinne films. Fair, yeah. fair. Yes. And really, that film did for Selena Gomez what uh, that um, Crossroads did for Britney. That's in right. Her, in her transition And what phase. was on the Miley, what did Miley Cyrus do? The last song. That's it. Was that the one with It's, the, it's a Climb? It sure is. Yeah. It's also where she first uh, met, met and fell in love with um, Liam Hemsworth. Ah, yes, of course. That terrible song Malibu. I hated that song. Mm. She's trying to grow out a regrowth, and she's like Malibu. I'm like, shut up, Miley. Go back to being like licking stuff on stage. Yeah. I really, yeah, I liked, I liked her third reinvention of herself with yeah. when she did Wrecking Ball and all that. I didn't mind Great. it. And then she invented twerking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, like all musical inventions, it was just ripped off from black people. Yeah, yeah she. <laughs> She was truly, truly the Elvis of her time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Elvis shaked his hips, Miley shaked her butt. Yeah. yeah. Next, next thing you know, someone's going to be shaking their dick around. You know, that's, that's the next one. Oh, God, it's already happened. It was a comedian and we don't talk about him anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Wait, there was whipping the hair back and forth. That was a thing. That was uh, Willow Smith. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. I so whipped my hair back and forth. I whipped my hair back and forth. Yep. Yeah. Daughter of famed face slapper Will Smith. <laughs> yes. You fucking leave my daughter's name out of your <laughs> mouth, John. <laughs> <laughs> we managed to mention it. Somehow, uh, I don't know. <laughs> we did. Tick. <laughs> Pop culture this week. Oh, my God. I haven't... uh, So uh, so far, during Comedy Festival, it's been going for like a a week now or Mm -hmm. something, I have not heard anyone mention it yet. And I was like waiting with bated breath and no one, and now it's happened. Interestingly, yeah. It's it's only been comedians on social media and then just people who come to my show afterwards going like, oh, no one, no one bloody came up and slapped you in the face with any of those jokes. (laughs) And then you said, well, I didn't make a joke about anyone's wife's alopecia. (laughs) Next time. (laughs) 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 So, what else, pet, pet, uh, indigo? Not pet detective. Can you, uh, uh, the soul leash of one of John's previous pets? Yeah, we forgot you were a character for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no one here is a character, John. That's right. We did establish that. It's a weird thing to say. Yeah, a character in like the. You said it in italics kind of yeah. thing. You'd say to a funny friend. <laughs> I get that a lot. It's like, John, you're... Oh, you're such a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slaps the John, you're a real character. Claire, you're a real character. You know, that sort Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. I, Indigo Jones, am a real person. Everybody, everybody, suspicious. Everybody, <laughs> listen. pause before you said person. I ain't to go, James. A everybody real person. To this podcast right now. For those who can't see, I'm holding up legitimate uh, driver's license and passport <laughs> that everyone can see right now. Indigo well, Jones. You've revealed you're a real person, much like Vanessa Hudgens and um, Selena Gomez do in Spring Breakers. Yes. <laughs> I also and I also kept my bikini on under this. <laughs> Is it a hot pink? Always. Well, there's, there's, we should each, there's four of us, so we could each have, there's like the blue one, the pink one, the orange one. Can I have the, can I have the green? Can I have the green? Sure. 
Claire got first dibs on, on the green one. <laughs> Can I be the one married yes. to the director? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, he dibs it first. <laughs> anyway, sorry, um, yes, so, you so John, you, you had um you had you had, uh, had full disclosure, you, John, you did mention before that um both your parents are allergic to uh, no, 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 just just my mum. Oh, just your mum. And she passed on that great trait to me, being allergic to cats and dogs, so... Ah, you're okay. allergic to rain! <laughs> <laughs> That's a th- I had to think about yeah. that one. Yeah, <laughs> rain and cats and dogs, you got it. Yeah, that's good. Um, and <laughs> Claire looks, Claire's <laughs> looking real proud of herself with that one. I'm not sure if I'm proud or upset. <laughs> <laughs> both in equal measure. Only pride in this show. Thank you. That's right. Thank you. I'm ups- I'm proud at how upset I am. <laughs> That's a form of pride. That's beautiful. Um, but yes, um, John, you had mentioned that you had a number of uh, was it guinea pigs? Yes, and a bird. And a bird, absolutely. And so I'm seeing these. The these bird's still pigs. alive though, so. Oh. I won't speak with the, the bird. Yeah, That's no one gives a shit about an alive bird. <laughs> oh, tweet, tweet. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, but I am. Come back to me when you're dead. <laughs> I'm seeing some some colourful deaths for these guinea pigs. <laughs> some, I would say, of of the uh, it was it's <laughs> of the six guinea pigs there were. Yes. I if you can guess all six names, I'll I'll be amazed. Okay, let me reach out my soul. He's got you now, Indigo. So I'm feeling I'm getting a. I'm getting a name that's like a, a type of food, like a food product. Yes, name, actually. Is what I'm feeling. <laughs> yes. It's a. Um, Holy shit. <laughs> He's good. <laughs> yeah, I was saying so earlier. Yeah. I'm picking up. This can't have been on Google. <laughs> this can't have been. Well, I never <laughs> talked about my per- first cat trip on any. Yeah. No. No, and she never posted an old picture, family picture on her Instagram account or anything like that. I just actually connected. With trip, you have a you have golden leashes connected to my guinea pigs. Yes, <laughs> we little, actually did little, have leashes for the guinea pigs. Strings. Yes, you could actually take guinea. Yeah, that it was, was um, fucking ridiculous. That was though. actually <laughs> the end of one of them, I believe. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, it was. It felt so humiliated that. <laughs> it just gave she up. She ended things. Yeah. No, no she's. So well, you're there's a fraud. Pl- there's another plot twist for you. Oh wow! <laughs> have you ever have you ever sexed a guinea pig? It's more difficult than you would think. Many veterinarians. Wh- what do you mean by that? Determined the sexual reproductive organs of a guinea pig. Oh right, right. I thought you. Yeah, yeah. I also I thought. Didn't fuck my guinea pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. They said no. Consent is important. John Walpole doesn't <laughs> fuck guinea pigs. No, and I can confirm there was there was no there was no there was no sexual abuse in the no, lives of, any were, of these guinea pigs. They were I'm all male, and we did the thing. You know, you push on their stomach, and a whoop, there it is. Same. Okay, so I take back the thing I me. just said about no sexual abuse because that feels <laughs> like you have crossed a line there. It's getting weird on the Ross Perry <laughs> Destroys John Comedy Walpole Podcast. John does abuse. That's, that's where the uh, the humiliation came in. <laughs> mm. Sorry, Ross, I'm making your podcast weird. Well, <laughs> this isn't a weird show. This is meant to be a peek behind the curtain, and mm. no one here is a character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so let's let's go on with the guesses. You got two right and one wrong so far. Well, weird that you're being so confrontational about this. I'm just trying to yeah. help you connect with Sorry, these. Yeah, Cuz I could tell that one of them was the favorite. 
yep. obviously that you had the most special connection with. Very much, yes. Absolutely, <laughs> an, an award-winning pig, actually. You took him to a little, 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 um, like a little fair. That's right. They like. No, <laughs> no, that's not the food. That wasn't the food. No, one. it's not. It's not a dessert name. No, 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 no. Oh. Come on. Was your Have some guinea respect pig for the damn hmm? animals? Was your, is the guinea pig named Sandwich John? <laughs> No, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> That's going to be my son's name. <laughs> and his son after him. <laughs> you got to keep the sandwich lineage going. That's right. Once That's it right. started. <laughs> uh, and so that, that special favourite award-winning guinea pig, whose name... Give me your name, little friend. I'm, I'm channeling him now. It's, it begins with a... Is it like an an L? I'm feeling or not quite. N? There was there was a guinea pig with its name beginning with L though, and actually when the favorite guinea pig died, mm. this was the it had a it had a V a white V on its head quite oh. unique, and after it died two days later we found the one that started with L, and he he had a V on his head as well. And we we're like we have to get him. Oh, yeah, really. Legit, that yeah. was a sign, and that was, it was yeah. That was that was a. That was a that was a psychic message that that award-winning favorite guinea pig of yours was sending from beyond the grave. Yeah, you found the link with yeah. through the V's <laughs> on their head. You know the the V is often the link. Yeah, we <laughs> named him. We but we but we gave him a, a name that started with L, not V. So no, that's right. Well, you know, and and L is just a V. If you're curious. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> And it wasn't a symmetrical V. It was a little askew. No. You're wrong. You're wrong, Indigo. It was straight like an arrow. I'm, I'm <laughs> looking at it right now, and I can tell you it was a little longer on one side. All right. Well, you can see him right now, so you've seen him more recently. That's fair enough. Absolutely. Um, and I do have a message coming through. Uh, this will be good. <laughs> He's Put all your love to R&B. And R&B is one of his friend's pet's name, right? Is that what you're going to say? Ross, when you invited me on the show, I didn't expect to be condescended to so much. It's well, you should have listened to this podcast beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, message from, um, the message from the skinny pig is you need to forgive her. And he said that you would know who she is and what that means and why sh you know that she deserves your forgiveness. No. <laughs> You're wrong, Louis. All right? Tell Louis he's wrong. I'm not forgiving her. John, but first... <laughs> you you are need to actually tearing up a little bit. <laughs> if, you, if you can't forgive her, you'll never be able to forgive yourself, is what Louis says. God damn. <laughs> I've no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> are guinea pigs even capable of that much just... Human emotional. I just don't think a guinea pig will go forgive yourself. This was. I don't think any pet would go forgive yourself. I think a pet would just go feed me some food. You need to be careful what you're saying, Ross. You're going to lose listeners. Right? <laughs> Ross, have you ever? Do you have a pet? Have you ever had a pet? This will be good, Indigo. Don't you talk to them? Do you not talk to them? All right, Ross. I'm going to look at your 
spirit soul leashes now. This is what I've been waiting for a whole show. Now, what I'm seeing when I look at the lines connected to you, I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking at a connection to your childhood, and you didn't have a cat growing up, did you? No. No, I didn't think you did. I, didn't, I don't see a cat connected <laughs> to you. Wow, wow. Ha, <laughs> dumbass. I did have a cat. Oh. When okay. I was a baby. Oh. But you never, <laughs> Russ, okay. you, you never made a soul leash with that animal. You never connected with them. You were a baby. Because as we know, um, babies don't have souls. That's right. It develops at around two. <laughs> with teeth. <laughs> the teeth are the soul of the mouth. That's Yeah. So when I got my wisdom teeth out, does that mean I lost a bit of my soul? Absolutely. But you gained wisdom. <laughs> Oh, they're, so they're like not with they're, they're anti wisdom teeth. The, if you take them out, then you gain more wisdom. Yeah, it's like a it's like a hole. The more you take out, the bigger it gets. So I should take <laughs> I should take out more of my teeth, and then I'll get more wisdom. Absolutely, less soul though. Oh. So you got to keep the balance. Okay. You know, you look at someone. That's what, you know I was saying before about how snakes are so fragile. They they're but very wise, very little soul, just two teeth. Makes sense. <laughs> Lines up. Yeah, really, really dumb animal snakes. <laughs> Actually. Un unsafe to be around. Uh, oh, so, well, when they're a pet, they're not that unsafe, are they? Well, that's right. And I'm, I'm look, and honestly, I'm, I'm only snakes. making connection with animals that are pets. So yep. those wild snakes, I can't read any connections with them because, you know, no human ever made that connection. And that's what I'm reading when I'm reading a pet. As a, you've, um, you've noticed I'm, I'm wearing a, a dinosaur earring tonight, those, um, those listening from home, I'm wearing uh, a dinosaur earring. And as someone who communicates with the dead animals, most dead animals are dinosaurs. And most uh, plastic is dead dinosaurs. That's right. But who has a dinosaur as a pet? No, no one, so I, I can't communicate with any. Exactly. But um, th so there's just a lot, what a lot of dead dinosaurs. What if you own an animal, but you don't see them as just a pet, you see them as an equal? Well, I mean... That's what happened with Connor. That's what happened with Trip. That's what happened is happening with Funk. Claire's had connections with many animals. There's <laughs> there's been a, a other friends' cats like little Cherry Berry. Oh, okay, you have been Bongo. looking on my Instagram. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> Instagram. Cherry's missing. Yeah, don't uh, don't. <laughs> lot next door to that house. I used to live in that chair house and Cherry Berry, Cherry Baby is missing and she's she was a foster cat and she's been missing for like four months. She's distressed. She's... She is distressed. She's getting bullied by the... Like, the next door neighbour had, like, cats and they also, like, left the same night that Cherry did and they've now started a little gang in the street and yeah. there's now, like, three or four cats going around and Cherry's the littlest one and Cherry is distressed. Yeah. It's a real, um, it's a real West Side Story situation <laughs> happening. Man, that's a real bummer, Indigo. I don't know why you bring that up. A missing, <laughs> missing. Look, I'm, I'm just trying to help make connections between people and their animals. And unfortunately, often animals are dead, and that is a bummer. It's, it's just, it's a bummer. A lot of the work I do. Can I ask you something? When you, when you talk to dinosaurs, because uh, well, again, I, I haven't been able to communicate with them because oh. no human connected with a dinosaur. Oh, I see. Because I was gonna say they're from they're from a different time, so they probably have some very outdated views. Oh, you can speak. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's why um, 
It's funny you mention that. It's actually why a lot of liberals love fossil fuels so much. <laughs> There's the soul connection. There it is. Or oh, the soulless connection. The perhaps. soulless connection. Okay. Yeah. Inigo, today is Dead Pet Day. It is. Oh, did you call your, uh, was it Linguini? Louis. 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 <laughs> no, was that, that's is that racist? That's <laughs> back, that's, that's about, uh, <laughs> to make that connection. That's about comedian you're not allowed to talk about anymore, so you probably should change it to Linguini. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Um, but, but I think it's, um, I think it's time I address the elephant in the room. There's a spirit of an elephant in this room. <laughs> it, um, <laughs> it died at the Melbourne Zoo in 1975. How is it here in this room then? Smith Street's a bit far from the Melbourne Zoo. Well, that's, uh, did it escape and then get shot here? Well, often... The lantern downstairs, the Animals. lantern lounge. It made its way to the basement. <laughs> Smith Street. You'd actually be surprised. Back in the 70s, Smith Street was used as a dumping ground for animal carcasses of the Melbourne Zoo. And when they were renovating this, uh, this, this dungeon, this underground space, they, they exhumed the remains um, of Raja the elephant, who's with us now in this room. That's why Yaya's always has a very catty vibe to it. <laughs> yeah. It's just a dead cat vibe. That's what it is. Yeah, dead animals haunt this street. So now we're overcorrecting by being filled with hippies and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Hi hippies make the most connections with animals. Oh, you? they make the worst connections. What makes you say that? There's oh. a brand new segment. Claire hates hippies. One pill Claire doesn't want you to take because you'll get high and they'll make you a hippie. Claire hates hippies. As a former hippie myself, as a teenager, I was a hippie. And so now I do hate a lot of hippies. And why did you reform? She just loves the establishment now. I do work at an advertising agency. Maybe I do. Why did I reform? Um, because Xavier Rudd played bad music. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> still Tasmanian, so I still go to protests, but I'm not going to go to, like, anti-vax protests, because fuck that. Oh, yeah, there is a bit of a, uh, like, hippie to right-wing conspiracy theorist pipeline. Yeah, I, I don't like that. There's kind of, there's two oh, paths yeah. a hippie yeah. has to make. And also I don't like uh, dreads on white people, obviously. Fair. <laughs> there's so okay. many, there's so many subcategories. And they have so many things they agree on and disagree on at the same time. Mm. Mm. Like me and Indigo on, <laughs> on the sex of my guinea pigs. <laughs> Absolutely. And also, to be fair, we're talk there's a difference between sex and gender. Sex, uh, especially when we're talking biologically on an animal versus gender, which is a social construct. And that's where, that's where the pronouns come in and... So if I'm using she, her pronouns on one of your guinea pigs, it's, it's had nothing to do with the genitalia. Ross, did you get the number plates of that bus he just threw me under? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, May John look like a bad guy. <laughs> it's a big plate. Hmm. I want to hear about 
this elephant that's in the room? Yes. Raja. Uh, we, we, sorry, we've Raja. gone off on. I also want to hear about Ross's cat that existed but doesn't exist at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it existed. It, it just didn't love him enough it's to make a, a connection. Yeah. Was I was a baby. Yeah. There was no I connection. Was, I was an ugly little baby. <laughs> now I'm just a baby man. <laughs> a beautiful baby man. A beautiful baby man. Mm. Who looks like one of them gorgeous spring breakers. Absolutely. <laughs> Married to the director, no less. Yes. <laughs> Harmony Corinne, famous crack addict. From the 90s. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, skinny. Mm. Skinny. So <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that's a callback to the chili bevers. That's very good. So, the elephant, yes. So, Raja, bring this thing home. All right. Raja, Raja, speak to me. What... What was the end? What was the end of Raja? It was... Can she speak now? It was actually a broken spine. Oh, my God. Devastating. During her life, Raja had a seat strapped to her back and people could ride her. This was common of oh. elephants in zoos that people would pay to ride on the back of them. Uh, it actually became illegal in the 90s, but to some of us in our childhoods might um, have remembered or seen photos of our parents riding elephants. And over time, those seats wore away at Raja's back and... She tragically died from complications of a spinal compression. Fuck. <laughs> Does she have a message for us? Does she think I look hot? Shia, she's speaking through us. She's saying... Actually, Claire, she does have a message for you. She's saying that you have to forgive him. <laughs> and she's saying that you would know who he is and what he did and why it's hard to forgive him. But that you would know why you have to. I don't know. What? You don't. You don't. You don't have to. We, with this being recorded, I know you don't need to put anything. <laughs> you know, put anything down in, in solid. But just in your heart, in your golden soul, <laughs> you can. You can be the bigger man and and forgive him. But does she think I look hot? <laughs> she Claire's she's actually. First. She's actually super straight. So she. She actually can't perceive hotness <laughs> on women. But it's an. We're talking about it. We're talking about an elephant, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so you want an elephant to find... Do you want an elephant to find you hot in the way that, like, your friends can find you hot? Like, you look hot, girl. Yes, yes. I'll do it. So not even that. Not even that, right? She finds you, like, charming the way that a person would find an award-winning guinea pig charming and cute. <laughs> like, looks really strange and different to what she's used to, but, like, still lovable and definitely, like... Weirdly enough, I can understand exactly what you're talking about. I could, I could get that sense from you. I, could, I was picking that up <laughs> from you. Well, I guess that'll do. You're so welcome. <laughs> so, Indigo, you're performing at the Dead Pet Day Festival, I believe. Yes, absolutely. I'll be. Um, <laughs> what? What? Today's Dead Pet Day. We've said it four times already. Today is Dead Pet Day. Yes. That's how I opened the conversation. It's the very first thing Ross said when he turned the microphones on. What? Don't worry. Did there's you? There's been so many s stuff going on, it's easy to lose track. My main thing that I'm going to leave knowing is you saying that Spring Breakers is your main <laughs> inspiration for comedy. I don't know why that would be a surprise. It was the first thing I thought when I first met Ross. <laughs> I said, that's a Spring Breakers boy. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, come on, man. Look at my shit. Yeah, that's an SBB. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's an SBB if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Notice me. 
Take my hand yes. make believe. That song, they chose that song with that scene, very symbolic. Who sings it again? It's, um, is it Britney? It's Every a Britney time. Spears. The song's called Every Time, and it's the only, it's the first song that Britney wrote by herself. Exactly. A, and it's about, um, fuck, uh, curly hair, you know, noodles on the Oh, heads. Justin Timberlake. Yes, yes, that's yes. That's, but they put that, that's why they play the song in the movie, because that was like when she was like yeah. changing and, and it's stuff. It's such a good song. Yeah. It's such a good song. Did she play the piano on that track? I hope not. Okay. Oh, the, oh <laughs> Raj, Raja hopes not. <laughs> Raja hopes not. Yes. Yeah, can't stand the piano. Because ivory. Oh. What about, what about if it's a plastic piano? Because oh, it's just dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Just a simple And Yamaha. elephants famously hate dinosaurs. They don't know about them. They didn't exist at the same time. But they really feel like... Yeah, I'm sure the dinosaurs... On, they're stepping on their big, wrinkly, like, niche that they're Yeah, feeling. I'm sure the dinosaurs' attitudes were very... Like, they're, like, Luddites. So, like, all these electronic pianos, what, what the bloody hell is that and about? Also, and also because the elephants are either from Asia or Africa, yeah. so dinosaurs are going to hate them. Because, you know. You know. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, what about chickens and uh, crocodiles, though? They're, they're like dinosaurs. Oh, so racist. <laughs> you ever seen a crocodile? <laughs> Crocodiles. I want to pat one. I patted a few little baby ones, and I really like them. You know, I could see that when I when you came <laughs> in. I said, <laughs> "Like those are some peculiar soul chains that I've never um, soul leashes. I've I've never really seen before." But yeah, crocodiles. I really like them. I would like to uh, pat more of them. Well, maybe they're like more woke, younger crocodiles that are embarrassed by their you know parent crocodiles you just saying have to it be appropriate careful because things. there is a crocodile to far-right conspiracy theorist pipeline. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many crocodiles die a day? You don't want to take another... Anyway. A thousand blossoms will bloom. <laughs> That's beautiful. So, which tent are you performing in, Indigo? I'll actually be performing in right in the pet cemetery uh, down the road. I'll be setting up uh, my own special seance tent. Uh, I'll be bringing my... Uh, Poor Ouija board. We'll put it down. Little dogs can sit their paws on the Ouija board. Oh, no. And they'll be able to contact. That's too cute. <laughs> oh, that's too cute. And all the, the cutest horror movie ever. <laughs> all, the, all the little dogs will be saying, I oh, didn't move it, did you? I oh, didn't move it. No. And <laughs> you moved it. No, you moved it. <laughs> um, but, it, but it is. It will be the, s the spirits of the dead pets buried beneath them that is that are moving it. Don't have Claire anywhere near it. She's gonna die mm. from cuteness overload. Absolutely. And you'll find uh, like pugs specifically are very psychic because they can see into both realms at once. <laughs> <laughs> but but they like they can't smell any realms though, right? No no no. <laughs> You know they say they have a sixth sense? They still only have five senses. <laughs> so we can all look forward to that. Pugs being in every single realm. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the pugs, th they'll be seeing ghosts. If you ever see a pug, you know, struggling to breathe or, <laughs> or looking around the room strangely, often what's happening is that they're, they're being visited by spirits and, and just having to, having to deal with that. Cause so speaking in tongues. Yeah. 
Yeah, constantly channeling spirits. <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite dog that's like a result of fucked breeding are the ones that like, they're like their front jaw is just. Oh, like yeah. their teeth are always out, their bottom teeth, and then their eyes are crossed, and they're just like this all the time. Yeah. They look like a fun time. Yeah. You're, you're, you want to call an exorcist, though, if you're, seeing, if you're seeing a full jaw of bottom teeth. That's, that's a step too far. I can't remember the name of that breed, but it is like a, they've been like bred to look like that for some fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, you actually you find that um, a lot of breeds like that that are, you know, vessels for demons... <laughs> Uh, um, are bred quite often by the Catholic Church. <laughs> it's the only way they can catch a demon, you know, is to have it, to trap it inside of an inbred dog. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do, you know? Because if, if anybody knows inbreeding, it's the Catholics. Yeah, yeah. that's true. In this business. <laughs> that's true. Well, you know, if it never wear a condom. That's right. It could prevent that. Yeah, most most. But not inbreeding, but most other religious cult cultures will wear protection when having sex with their siblings, and so you don't get, <laughs> you don't tend to get inbreeding. Interesting how that happens. Yeah, you know the. <laughs> no, I think this sums up this show. Mm -hmm. Catholic inbreeding. We we could've covered it all. <laughs> could have stopped this if there was no condom wearing. Yeah, I mean, th yeah, that's that's the Holy Trinity right there. <laughs> So, Claire, you're performing a new show at the comedy festival, I Want to Pet a Crocodile. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing any... Uh, I'm doing spots. I could do a new show called I Want to Pet a Crocodile, but it'll just be me, like, chasing down... I think Darren. Doesn't Darren... Darren, what's his name? Darren does something with the animals. Maybe I'd be chasing down Darren. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I could see that. <laughs> I could see that when I, when I first met him. Okay. Second draft. I want to pet Darren. What about a what about what about a show? Uh, I want to guide a crocodile into understanding why bigotry and racism is not okay. Mm. And the crocodile just wears a Bob Catter hat. <laughs> John, you have a show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I do. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, what's it called? Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, was, yeah, so that's what's it, it called? Uh, yeah, so it's uh, a yeah, show. Yeah, so what's it called? Uh, yeah, so it's a show. Yeah, so what's it called? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. <Sorry>. No. <laughs> the show's called uh, Yeah, So, to make it really just <laughs> fucking confusing anytime someone asks me what the name of my show is, as Ross just showed. I just explained the joke we just did. Good, com But I do good comedy, and I don't explain the jokes too much. But you understand the jokes. I... The show is called uh, Yeah So. It's under the Lantern Lounge till the 10th of April, every night except for Monday. Um, I just, I have a fucking weird face and I do things with it and people go ha ha hee hee to it. And um, yeah, come on down. It's, uh, it's, 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 um, Ross is waiting for me to fucking finish. <laughs> it's fun. Come on down. I'm just waiting for life to finish. Uh, aren't we all? And that sums is that, up is the that show. Is that from the promo of my show? Everyone's just, that's it. <laughs> Enough of all of this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> improvised superhero movie. Go see it. It's mm. on 6.15. It's right after this show, actually. Indigo, you ever seen that improvised superhero movie? Yes, I hear that everyone in it is very um, handsome and talented and uh, smart and... Um, uh, are there more pet psychics also in the improvised hero movie? No. That's the thing. You can suggest 
pet psychic. Absolutely. And that will be the superhero that they're stuck with. Potentially yeah, you, anything. You, you do have a superpower. Yeah. I don't know how it would deal with like aliens coming to like destroy our planet, but you know, like aliens have pets too. That's hot. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Jamie. Write it out of ten. Oh, get fucked. <laughs>